Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Hello and welcome to Divine Line episode 20 with yours truly, Tyler Divine of HawkFanatic.com. Uh, I talked to Iowa football commit Bo Stevens today. He's a he's a big old dude and he loves cooking. Um, he's uh, scheduled to be on campus in June, and uh, I talked to him mostly about food because I I saw that he was posting on on Twitter about about all these concoctions that he was making, and it was it was very exciting uh, because we have a mutual love of uh, of cooking food. Um, more of an Italian guy. He seems to be maybe more into the the uh, Asian cuisine. Uh, uh, he can make sushi, so I asked him how to make sushi. Uh, so if you want to learn how to make sushi, uh, keep listening. And uh, so we'll get right into it and uh, enjoy Bo Stevens and uh, and uh, his cooking advice. Enjoy. So obviously, I, I mean, I'll ask you about some Iowa football stuff later, but. Frankly, it's kind of boring. Uh, I, I want to talk to you about cooking because we both have uh, an affinity for cooking. And I want to know when when you got interested in cooking. When I got interested, um, probably summers, whenever I was a kid. Um, there was a lot of summers where I was just like just sitting watching tv and my dad he works at night so he was asleep and so it was just a bunch of just make your own food and whenever you want eat it so uh, it was just me in the fridge just mixing things together just trying to make it as good as possible i think honestly when it first started um my obsession now it feels like uh with food um but it didn't really start getting into where i was making uh my own stuff and making like really nice like expensive meals sometimes um until i got recruited and and people started looking at my twitter um before that i wasn't really posting anything that i was cooking it was just uh, learning and watching youtube videos and and eating different places and stuff so that's that's kind of that's kind of the history do you remember the first time you were like oh shit I like I can I can do this on my own. Like I can figure out. Yeah, uh, I I figured out I could do like I could cook on my own. Whenever uh, there was at one point when my parents were like busy, like really busy, so they were just like, "Hey, can you guys cook one day, um, day out of the week 
doesn't matter what it is. You just want it to be for dinner. Um, so I was like, okay, I'll make it good. So uh, I went and looked online for all different types, types of recipes and, and stuff and started making dinners every once in a while, whenever they needed me to. So, uh, I was doing that by myself too. The only thing I probably could have, I probably asked my mom was, should I put a little bit of garlic in this? Cause my mom's obsessed with garlic. <laughs> you um, get a, uh, Garlic dude. And everything, everything. everything. Um, <clears throat> actually just, uh, the other night I made some, uh, authentic like Mexican tacos and, uh, like made my own flour, like not made my own flour, but made my own, uh, tortillas and, uh, out of flour and lard and baking powder and just, um, made that myself. And I made, I cooked up the steak. I had some steak and chicken, um, that I seared on both sides, uh, with salt and pepper and then like basted it in butter and rosemary, garlic, the whole <laughs> The whole nine, uh, how to get yeah. the, the nice and good before I put it in the, the, the mix of stuff, but uh, had like a nice mix of like fresh, like lettuce and, and like spinach and uh, all different types of spices. And uh, it was a little bit spicy because I added some chili garlic paste. Um, yeah, that'll do it. it, it <laughs> that'll do it. it a different type of kick because there was already garlic that I basted with the uh, meat, but then uh the garlic in that added to it. So yeah, I'm, is, I'm, I'm kind of obsessive over this. So is there, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Is there like a, I I'm big into like Italian stuff because mm-hmm. you can do it. You can do it quickly. Yeah. Um, it's really quick dinner. Um, and is there like a, a, a certain type of cuisine that you feel like you, you want to, you want to try that you haven't yet? Um, one that I haven't tried too much of that I want to is probably Italian, um, or, or Italian or Thai, but, uh, the ones that I, I go towards the most is Mexican, Asian, and then just like meats and stuff like that. Um, Laney, Laney, you cannot be a part of this. I'm sorry. <laughs> Here's us talking <laughs> about food. <clears throat> yeah. Well, she wants food. This is her her feeding time right now. Ooh, can't interrupt that. Um, but yeah, pretty much. Italian's easy, man. It is. It's it's now that I'm, I'm watching this guy on YouTube. His name's Alex, and he's known for being the French guy who cooks on YouTube. Um, I'm watching him, and he's he's showing me a bunch of. Uh, Italian uh, recipes that I want to try out, and every single one of them, it just seems really simple. Just kind of make the pasta, make the pasta, and mix it in with some kind of um, uh, tomato sauce or a creamy Alfredo sauce. Or um, the only thing I think that makes Italian more Italian is the ingredients that you're using. It's like, the, uh, it is it is because it, when you're using if you're using like minced garlic, it's not the mm-hmm. same. No, it's way more pungent whenever it's when it's raw and you know, yes. stuff. Um, and um, I just I just today bought my new chef knife. Uh, I bought a uh, like nine and a half inch um, Gyoto Japanese knife. Do you have it? Uh, Do you have it handy? I don't have it handy with me. I just ordered it online. It's coming in the mail. It's, they got to import it. Ah. But it's a really nice one where it's uh, got Damascus steel and 
Um, it has like a really nice <laughs> etch at the top of it with uh, uh, with a hex like a hex handle, so it's like the Japanese style. So, yeah. Uh, but uh, speak to the reason why I'm bringing it up is because um, I'm just now getting into knife skills and and getting into making it so I'm like making dinners faster or making meal preps faster. And uh, that was one of the things I want to do was get a really nice knife for that. Um, and uh, whenever I was dicing before, I, I was dicing really big. And I noticed that I, I even bought like a $25 knife that's pretty still pretty good. Um, but I was able to dice a lot smaller and I noticed the flavor was way more. Like it, the more you cut it up, the more like extraction of flavor that it gave. So uh, I was able to dice up that garlic pretty nice and uh, get that get, uh, the garlic flavor onto the the steak and the chicken. So, <clears throat> so you basically took having to cook for yourself and ran with it. Yeah, my, my parents were honestly like thinking I was going to be an average teenager who didn't really like know how to cook and didn't want to really learn. <laughs> But my parents were surprised whenever I started doing it on my own and started like enjoying it. And I'm, I'm a big YouTube guy. I'm not, I'm not like a big social guy. Like, I don't go to parties. I don't go out with like friends every night. It seems like all these other teenagers are doing. Um, I'm the kind of guy that stays inside and looks up like 10 different uh, bibimbap recipes, like Korean recipes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, it's just, I kind of got obsessed with it just because of how much, uh, the, the, the food, honestly, once it started, like I started getting more obsessed with it, I could see the quality of food getting higher and higher. Yeah. And I was just like, I got to keep doing this. This is so fun. So, so how do you, okay. So how do you maintain that with like, I mean, you're like six, six, what you're listed at 300 pounds, I think on the, on the, yeah, uh, on the roster. Yeah. Um, how do you how do you maintain your your lineman weight but also keep cooking for yourself um lineman weight i would say um being bigger whenever i first started out football that helped a lot um i was like 335 at some one point um and so i was eating a ton of food like just a ton of food but it was just not good for me and um uh, I had gotten to, I got wrestling for one year. Um, mm. And so I had to learn how to like eat things that were going to make me full, but also were still good for me and keep me in a calorie deficit. And so um, I just started um, getting more meals that were calorie deficit meals and, and more like vegetable meals. And um, sorry, I'm losing my train of thought. I'm thinking about like 20 things at once right now. No, it's all right. Go ahead and go ahead and go ahead and go into calorie deficit meals because because I'd like to know uh, more about nutrition. Yeah, like uh, like to keep the weight on, but and also keep my body composition down. I I just keep looking at the calorie intake and and I have this fitness app, uh, this My Fitness Pal, and I enter in like all the ingredients and can make recipes on there the exact same way I make them, and can get all the calorie information from that. Uh, Is that accurate? It's decently accurate. It just depends on the type of like if you have like an item from a store, it has a barcode. You can bar you can scan that and it'll give you all the information. So it's decently accurate depending on what ingredients you're using. 
Um, but that's honestly how I do it. How um, I'm, I eat a lot, but I've eaten, I've eaten a lot less now that I've gotten older. It, it feels like I'm kind of past the super like extreme puberty stage where I was just eating so much food. <laughs> that's probably when I was like three, five. But uh, now instead, I'm thinking about more of like when I'm eating food. It's not like some people eat food, just eat like food because that's the time to eat food. They don't eat it to fuel themselves. or They don't eat it because it tastes good. They just eat it sometimes around that area of time. Like I eat uh, lunch at like 10, 30, 11 because I have like two lunches. But um, yeah, I mean, but, you uh, probably get up at like six, right? Yeah, like if I have school and everything, I actually get up sooner uh, to work out before school. Yeah, uh, but I don't look at eating food as like everyone else. I think of it more as like a fuel. But then you can make that fuel spicy. Like you can make it special. It's the way I like. Like I like cooking, and that's me making my fuel special. Um, but maintaining the weight is just before it was eating a lot of food all at once. And like the times that you think that a regular meal is now it's more of just eat when my body needs it. And when I know it needs it, not, not like, like your body will tell itself it's not hungry, but really it needs fuel. It needs to eat every four hours. Um, or it starts breaking down muscle. Um, so like even before bed, I'll, I'll drink a casein protein shake. So it's like a it's like a different type of protein that makes it break down slower and stays in your muscles and keeps it from breaking down while you're sleeping. So I, I've been taught whenever I was in my recruiting, I took advantage of talking to all the uh, nutritionists and stuff about uh, what I should be eating. And that was specifically during a uh, wrestling season. So I was really worried about that because um, I was such a heavy eater at first, but not so much anymore. Um, but yeah. All right. So what are the, what, what's the Iowa coaching staff? I, I have to, you know, tie it back to Iowa football at a certain point. What's yeah. the Iowa coaching staff say to you about, you know, about your, uh, your diet? Um, honestly, they, they think I'm ab- like not above average, but they're just farther along um, the process of like being a college athlete. They're just extremely excited to see me, cooking my own meals and cooking all these extravagant things um by myself and so they just they're just prepared for me to succeed um on the transition over to college um they just they honestly it's just more of a, a secure they feel more secure if 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 i'm reading it correctly i feel like they just feel more secure that i'm a uh, they think that i can do it that way you know um but other you, than that, they just say like "good job" and oh, "I'm gonna, I better get some whenever you get here." So, <laughs> that's pretty much other than that, that I hear. Um, so, how do you, how do you make that adjustment when you when you go to when you come to Iowa City? Like I'm here right now, but uh, I mean, how do you make that adjustment when you come to Iowa City and you may not have the you don't have the the walk, you don't have mm-hmm. the 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 12 inch sauté pan. You have a 10-inch sauté pan. Yeah. Um, obviously, substitutions will be made. I hate I hate whenever I'm cooking to have to make a substitution. <laughs> right. uh, my mom's uh, really, like, heavy on doing that, so it really pisses me off. But yeah. in college, 
just gonna have to adapt. I, I'm gonna have to bring the basics. And uh, thank God my hall, I think, has a dining room. But due to COVID, I don't think that it's open right now. But hopefully, by the time I'm there, it'll start opening back, or I can start doing making stuff that um, that I can make inside my dorm room or something like that. Um, but other than that, they feed. They're gonna feed me real well. Honestly, I probably won't be able to cook as much as I do because I have so much free reign right now. Um, now that I'm door dashing, I don't have to work that often anymore. So the only time I'm working is whenever I want to. Um, so, um, so in college, it will probably be a lot of them feeding me during the week. I think they feed us for breakfast and dinner during the week. And the lunch we'll have to do on our own. And I'll pro- I might meal prep if I really wanted to. Um, four lunches uh, just to get me by throughout the day. Um, but then on the weekends, they, they say that they're, I think it's up to us to feed ourselves. So I'll probably use that time to either get some classes done or study or whatever. And then I'll be able to make some food. Um, I just can't wait. I'm like, I can't wait to go to college, but then I also can't wait to have my own place and uh, cook my own stuff on my own time. So, Yeah. I saw the photo you posted the sushi. How do you do that? <laughs> I, 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 it seems so difficult. It, it seems so difficult, but whenever I learned, I learned from a sushi chef. Um, I, I forgot his full uh, Japanese name, but uh, like Haredi, Haredi or something. I forgot, but he made it super simple and and honestly after like seeing him do it it didn't seem that difficult anymore um it's honestly just the way you cook the rice the ingredients you're using and the way you're cutting them so it's just it's a lot more of a it has to be done a specific way to be correct not just a lot of oh you could just add a little bit more of this and a little bit more of this and it'll be fine but um like so it sushi, seems like the knife is important, right? The knife is very important whenever it comes to cutting like raw meats and, and trying to place them on top. Like I don't do it perfect, honestly. Like I don't do it as good as sushi chefs do, but it's definitely an important part of it is to be able to slice things exact lengths and slice them uh, the exact size they need to be. Because like if you're going to put cucumber in a sushi roll, you're not going to want it sticking out the ends. So you're going to want to cut this, the cucumber in a way where it's going to be exact size of the nori seaweed um, roll. Um, and there's like hundreds of ways you could probably do it. But the main ways I do it is just the, I just get the, they cook the sushi rice in like a steam cooker. And then you pour a mixture of like rice vinegar, uh, sugar and salt that's been dissolved in the rice vinegar over the, the rice. You just mix it in there like all the way like thoroughly really well and then uh, you just make sure that it keeps warm the entire time that you're assembling it um and then you're just placing the the sushi rice on there you're just kind of like patting it down you don't want to pat it down too hard but just put the sushi rice on there spread it out in a certain way it's it's more of like a uh, not a technique but more of like a feel um, you kind of just want to like feel out how the sushi roll is. Like if it's, uh, the closest thing I can get to describing it is how, you know, how like those people that do cigars and stuff like yeah. the, the leaves and stuff, they have to be like perfect. Like for those, uh, Cuban cigars, 
Um, like the nori seaweed's got to be perfect. It's got to be like, it can't rip. It can't, you can't do any of that. It's got to be perfectly. I also have like, um, like a sushi mat thingy that you roll it with. There's, there's a bunch of stuff to do with it, but it, it's complicated whenever you look at it on the outside, but when you're actually doing it, you could do this any day of the week if you really wanted to. Like if I, I, I wanted, would, I would really want to do that. <laughs> it, it, it's, it, you really just could get the rice, get like the, the stuff that you're trying to make it. Like if, if you had sushi rice, all the kinds of sauces like sriracha, Japanese mayo, which is just like a different, like a sweeter, different type of mayo. Um, all this, like that stuff, the vegetables, you just got to go out of the store and grab like a piece of tuna or a piece of salmon. Or maybe if you wanted to do some tem- shrimp tempura, like, like fried shrimp, um, just grab some shrimp or something like that. And then you just slice it up in a specific way. And if you're going to do like, su- like spicy tuna roll or something, you cube it up and just mix it in with like some Japanese mayo, some like chili uh, garlic oil or something like that. Um, but that's honestly, all you got to do is just get the meat every single time. Um, but if you get like all the other bulk ingredients, it makes it super simple and probably like 45 minutes total to make like an entire dinner for everyone. Um, the longest thing it's probably going to take is the rolling process and, um, the cooking of the rice. It takes a bit. So, uh, man, I hope, I hope that they, that they end up passing the, uh, the NIL bill they won't tomorrow mm. or today I guess the vote is today but uh I hope that that you guys can make money off of this because you could have a, a YouTube channel yeah that's I was actually thinking about starting one up uh I don't know if it's going to be like something I'm going to post like on a certain basis but I was thinking about starting up one just to like start cooking and showing off like what I'm cooking while I'm cooking it um, people at school and everything are asking for it because they want to know how to make what I'm making. <laughs> uh, whenever I post on my Snapchat, I usually get about like 10 to 15 people saying like, you need to bring me some of that or you need to like show me how to cook that or give me the recipe to that. I'm like, okay, got you. Yeah, but you could, I mean, you could monetize it though. Yeah, I could, I could actually make some money from that and probably pay for the ingredients that I'm trying to use. Like, um, some of the stuff that I wanted to get is like imported like stuff that takes a long time to get. Like I wanted to buy a, a Wagyu uh, steak, but it's like oh, 300 I... per steak. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's ridiculous, to- dude. A little bit of Wagyu, but it's, it's so expensive. The, the way they have to get the meat marbled um, to get like the real stuff. They have to go through like a huge process. The cows, they, get them from or they have they get a lot of labor it's very labor intensive for that so that's why it's so expensive well i think i think a big part of it too is the importation of it yeah that as well Um, you have to you have to transport in a certain way yeah you you can't have it go bad uh while it's on a ship over here or ship or plane however however they're doing it i guess you do that you just make jerky out of it i get (laughs) No, you're not making jerky out of rotten beef. Yeah. Maybe back in the day. Yeah, yeah. But, you got a hard yeah. out? Hmm? You got a hard out here? Hard out? You like, mean like... Do you have, like, do you have a, like a, another obligation? 
Oh no, I'm chilling right now. <laughs> um, but I was I was checking my my watch. Actually, I have a the another way I track everything is through like my steps and my calories and burned and uh, this I can put on and and to have it for workouts and it'll show me how many calories I'm burning during that workout because of my heartbeat and um how much it's rising and then during doing cardio on it with it it really helps because if you want to keep your heart rate in a certain zone are for you a certain- serious the cats man they're driving me nuts i'm sorry oh you're fine um but it just it just keeps it so you can basically know how hard you're working while you're working it's like whenever you're working out you, you don't really know how hard you work until you see the results but if you got something on your arm, it shows you how hard you're actually working every time you feel good afterwards. <laughs> no, you cannot chew my vaccine card. No, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah, I had a cat a long time ago. All right. <laughs> we have a kitten. My wife and I, we have a kitten. Mm-hmm. Well, we have two cats. We have two dogs. One of the cats is a kitten. And uh, she just chews on paper and she just tried to chew up my vaccine card, which is very important. Yeah. Um, actually, that's a good question. When um, when you come on campus in June. Has there going to be talk about about vaccines or how you guys handle that stuff? Um, I haven't really heard on um, how they're going to handle it. I, I just, from what I've seen from like the other recruits and that have already been up there, I've seen that they get tested like super regularly. Um, but just today I had the, like one of the athletic trainers asking me about if I've ever had COVID and, and, uh, they're going to get my medical information, like sent to them and all processed through the whole paperwork thing. Not my thing. Um, but, <laughs> Yeah, other than that, I haven't really heard too much on what the process is. I'm sure it's just going to be the usual wear a mask and stay away from people as much as possible. And um, they're probably going to – I don't know if they're going to make us get vaccinated, but I'm probably going to get vaccinated before then anyways because they're free here, Some I think, like Arrowhead or something like that. I think they're free everywhere. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll probably just do that beforehand and they'll just know about it. Whenever I do do it, they'll get the medical cool information from that. But yeah, other than that, I haven't really heard anything. Are you in your basement right now? And is it painted uh, black and gold? Uh, it's not painted black and gold. This is my room. Um, but it actually has <laughs> Michigan, to be honest. Uh, I had Michigan. Uh, my parents really liked Michigan colors. So they liked, they put, they put, the uh, paint in my room that way, but it didn't work out, unfortunately. But I made a, a Hawkeye little thing. <laughs> and then the, this, I actually crashed my truck um, during the football season uh, before a game, like a couple days before a game. And this is the back window from it with all my offers and uh, st- a bunch of stickers I had on the car. Um, but, yeah, it was a really nice truck. Though. It was like 11000 but I lost it like completely totally because I, uh, I didn't eat for like an entire day. Uh, I was like super busy worried about stuff and I passed out while driving. Like I just fainted. While driving. Um, and so I just started like merging off the road and I hit a, I hit a, uh, 
pole, like one of those like light poles on the crosswalks that you have to like press to say wait, hit one of those things, and then like uh, kept going and hit a tree and then started rolling. Um, but then I played a football game two days later, so it's all right. My God, man, <laughs> you're lucky to be alive. Yeah, honestly, um, it was kind of crazy to think like whenever I was at the football game, whenever I was like getting ready, like since it was COVID, uh, they didn't let us go in the locker room. So we we're just getting ready on like the sidelines. Um, I was just looking at the field and I was like, wow, I really could not have played if I had gotten hurt or I'd gotten like die. I would have died. Um, but the only thing that came from that was like a busted lip and um, some minor like like had I like whenever I was in the car the car landed on its side so I was still buckled in but I was like hanging down like this to the side <laughs> right and so like my leg got caught um, and so like just leaning like this over to the side like that caused something in my hip right here to like get stretched out. But other than that, I was playing. I was able to play fine. I actually had a really good game that game. Um, I don't know if you've seen my highlights, but that's actually the first play. Is a really huge hit on a, a linebacker for a screen. Um, yeah, no, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it it uh, gave me flashbacks with my my high school football career because I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a small man. I'm five nine. So you, uh, you play. Like- like safety or something, or did you play linebacker? I played quarterback. You played quarterback. Okay. So you were getting beat up by the big D lineman. I played quarterback and I played linebacker. I actually started at linebacker my sophomore year because um, I was <laughs> – because the the two guys in front of me got hurt, <laughs> basically. Oh. And, and uh, that's the only reason why I was on varsity freshman year. Well, so. then I figured out that – it hurts less if you deliver the hit. Yeah. And so I went kind of kamikaze a little bit and, uh, and it, it didn't work out so well. Cause I got a concussion and I had to sit out for a while. So, you know, what are you yeah. going to do? Yeah. You gotta, I was trying. Yeah. It's a business decision. And during games, it's kind of like for me, like if I was just a regular high school football player and I was just trying to play until, the, the until I could anymore, I would be worried about just giving it my hundred percent all every single play. But since I was a recruit, I felt like there were some instances where I had to like choose not to take this guy all the way to the sideline because if I did, there was a possibility that I was going to hurt myself or um, there was multiple games or, or get a penalty called on you. Yeah. Or um, there was multiple games where I was going through having injuries anyway. So um there was some times where I would just be like, I'm not going to go hunt. I'm not going to go kill this guy unnecessarily. Um, Cause right now I'm trying to just get past this knee injury or cause I had a MCL problem. And then I had uh, whatever ones on the outside. I forgot what it's called. But, uh, I forgot. Meniscus? But maybe it's the meniscus. I had a, I think that was what it was. Cause it was, it's like a horseshoe thing. I think yeah. it's, I think it's the meniscus. Um, but I had that during the football season, so there was a lot of times where um, I would avoid, uh, like, going – like, uh, you know, like, whenever you're playing defensive line, you're, you'll run, it, run into any guy, like, that's falling on the ground 
one of no, the I, I, I don't know. I don't know, Bo. I don't know anything about playing defensive line. <laughs> uh, whenever the running backs falling down, the D lineman, they just want to just hop on the pile. They're just yeah. trying to hit while he's down or whatever. Uh, There's multiple times where I was just like chill about it because um, I didn't want to like, – because I had uh, multiple times my freshman and sophomore year before I got offered any like any offers that I would get like I got concussions and I got multiple injuries and broke I broke my thumb my junior year going like trying to go all out um, and uh, kill a dude but then friggin had this thumb go all the way down to my wrist so same happened to me really I threw a pass hit it on somebody's helmet like this oh just oh. just uh, it chipped the bone yeah same. It should yeah. be the end part here. Yeah, it's super uncomfortable. Yeah. And the thing is, is that I didn't go into the doctor because I, I, I heard it during a football game on a, a Friday, like a Friday night. And I didn't go to the doctor until like the next Wednesday. Um, and I, I actually had a visit to Iowa State plans. So I was shaking hands with that hand at Iowa State on my visit. And I was just dying. And everyone was like, whoa, you okay, man? Like, your thumb is huge. And I'm like, yeah, it's just yeah, football. And then they're like, well, we would let you talk with our athletic staff, but uh, yeah. you can't because of regulations. Yeah. Um, Best of luck to you. Yeah. Uh, which kind of pissed me off because um, – a lot of the some of the NCAA regulations that they have, it's like honestly, it's against the recruit. It it doesn't feel like it's no, it is. Yeah, it's 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 it, it kind of irritated me multiple times, especially now that I'm hearing that the dead period was like it kept getting um, pushed back for recruits, so they couldn't go to the schools for anything. But yet, I think like D three or D two schools they could visit. Yeah, uh, yeah, a while. And then that, that was annoying because I had guys who at my high school were going to D2, D3, and they're visiting schools, and I couldn't even take an official visit before I go up to the school. Um, I missed out on, out on that. I was going to take one uh, last summer, but it just completely messed up right beforehand. And now uh, it looks like I'm going to be able to do it this summer. but Yeah, like I'm leaving to go to the college in the middle of June. Um, yeah. That's, I think, the report date. So there's no, I think if I'm going to do anything, I'll probably, like, do they have spring, spring ball this year? I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would just start a spring ball yes, uh, two days ago on Tuesday. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then I'll probably, I possibly will go up um, and watch some of that. Uh, I don't know if they'll let me. So, well, they're having uh, public practices. So you could be in public say you're a fan. I guess I could say I'm a fan. They're having two two public practices on uh, the 17th of April and the and the first day of May. First day of May. Um, they just announced it today. There possibly I could go on the 17th because I don't think I'll be busy on that weekend. But I'm going on a a, a trip in the later uh, right as I'm uh, graduating um, to Disney World with my girlfriend. Um, we've been playing it for like a year and a half. So having a good, nice, um, end to my senior year. Um, you have to go to universal studios. 
Universal Studios, yeah. That's uh, I think uh, my girlfriend said that we got to go and we got to get a lightsaber. Um, like I think you can. Create I don't know what light. that means, but I, I've been to Disney World and Disneyland. I went to Disneyland uh, about six years ago, and it sucked. Yeah, I heard it's not the, it's not the best. I also was there for the Rose Bowl, so I, uh, I, you can imagine the the concentration of people. Yeah, Disney World rips though. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, we got like a like a package deal thingy where we're we're staying for like a week, pretty much, and uh, we'll be able to like go to one thing every single day. Like I think. We're going to Universal one day, and then uh, I think it's called Epcot, and yep. then um, I don't know. My girlfriend or something Magic Kingdom. My girlfriend's more of a Disney person. I'm more of a person going just for food and roller coaster rides. And Epcot's okay. Uh, Universal's the shit, and uh, Epcot or uh, uh, Magic Kingdom's cool too. Hmm. Epcot's fine. But yeah. uh, you can find stuff to do there. But Universal Studios is so cool, man. Uh, I, I'm, that's that's probably going to be the highlight. I'm looking forward to that probably the most. Um, the Star Wars stuff and and um, just like all the Disney like cartoons and stuff like that that um, I grew up watching, like Clone Wars. Uh, that's I want to see some of that stuff. So. I'm sure it's different now than when I was there. Huh. Yeah, I was there, when I was there. I went on the Back to the Future ride, which may or may not exist still. Yeah, I have no clue. <laughs> but it, 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 there's a possibility, but I feel like it'd be very low. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not even 30 yet, so. Mm. But but like, it it probably doesn't exist. Back to the Future is pretty outdated at this point. Yeah, I feel like it might have come uh, back for a run around 2015 because that was the the year in the movie that they. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. I heard that like around that time, I think people were really going trying to make the hoverboard a thing. So <laughs> I don't think that's yeah. happening. I think <laughs> wheels is the best we're gonna get. <laughs> All right. Uh... Well, I better let you go, man. I don't want to take up too much of your time. And thanks again to Bo. I, uh, uh, well, I would have cut it off a little bit earlier, but we were talking about some other stuff after that. So, um, I gotta go. I am so appreciative, of Bo. Uh, he he can shoot the shit with just about anybody, it seems. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, I would love to weigh in on on other subjects, but I I have things I have to do, and uh, I'm sure you do too. So I hope I hope that this helps you get through those things, and uh, I will I will talk to you guys soon. Have a good one.